Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And a continuation from last week. This is uh, Pyramids Part 2. Yes. So this is a little bit less of the paranormal activity and like urban legends and the spook spooky. This is more of uh, going more into theories. And obviously... Some of the theories have where the pyramids are like healing centers and a lot of different people and, and, uh, I guess like paranormal, I don't know how you would say it, like not topics, but things that we've talked about on prior episodes, like the raw law of one, Dolores Cannon, there's information about their theories as to what the pyramids were. So I think it, this one will kind of like bring all that together. So you got alien theories healing centers that kind of stuff so that's why we decided to do a part two to this because i don't know why after every time you said a certain subject point i wanted to like say in an amr voice like dolores cannon the role of one oh my gosh <laughs> well now you got that stinking line stuck in my head that you've been saying what line something with a coffee egg oh. <laughs> no you weirdo coffee in the big time yeah yeah, yeah, it's a Randy Savage that, interview. It's Randy Savage. It kind of sounds like some like uh, James. James what? James Headfield or whatever. Oh, because he says yeah. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Yeah. No, that, that wouldn't work. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Oh yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, on to today's theories on uh, what was our theories and a few other theories based on other people's. Like you were talking about their opinions on how pyramids were built and so forth. And probably some stories that we've heard about conspiracy theories surrounding the pyramids. Yeah, and I also think, too, like our our own theories, because I thought before going through all that I know now, like if you were to ask me at the beginning of starting the podcast, I would have been like, oh, well, the pyramids are just like they, the people just built them. But knowing what I know now, I have kind of a different concept and idea about the pyramids so i guess diving right in some of the things that they say is surrounding like the the pyramids in general is something called pyramid power which is the idea that people believe that some of these pyramids have special powers and their shape can generate and focus energy Um, this is known as pyramid power and basically that the pyramids would be used for healing meditation, and spiritual practices. Then obviously another thing that we talked about was the alien connection. So it's that popular theory that the construction of the pyramids was done by the aid of aliens or other advanced beings. Basically, this theory points to the precision of the pyramids construction and the fact that such an ancient civilization were to build were able to build these massive things without like some of the advanced technology and stuff that we have now. Now, on that, the whole idea that the Egyptians couldn't build those structures without the aid of aliens or anything like that is a little bit uh, a little bit racist. And I say that because no one questioned how the Greeks were able to build their giant monolithic buildings all the temples are you know, you know erected for zeus and artemis and the other gods and stuff like that the giant um colossus uh statue that stood like about the size of the uh uh we call it statue of liberty mm-hmm. but after earthquake it no longer stands it's only like you think just the foundation is just is still there that was it like 
the whole entire statue is gone. You might find pieces of it deep in the ocean, but that's about it. But the whole idea that aliens, it had to be, had to be aliens, right? The crazy guy and stuff like that. Yeah. The whole concept is surrounded by countries that they, um, well, the theory, the theory is, is that it, it's like it's pointing very, uh, like saying they could never concept the yeah. idea yeah. of technology. They could never have the idea of well, think- architecture or any of that. In Egypt, no, they couldn't have, but the Greeks, oh, they, were, they had it all time long. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, too, the idea, too, that we have that, like, ancient civilizations, granted, and some things, like, they weren't aware, they didn't know, they didn't have, like, computers and AI and all that stuff like we have today, but I don't think necessarily ancient civilizations were dumb. Some of the ideology, obviously, is backwards, but in terms of ancient civilizations, I think... A lot of the times we think, oh, they didn't have, like, the know-how to do it. But you got to think back then, they still were a a people of problem solvers. So, yeah, back then was a little bit more, well, I don't know, according to now. But back then it was, like, violent. You had to constantly, like, fight for your life in different forms. I mean, there's still that going on today, but not as much, obviously, not as brutal. Uh, well, I don't know with the serial killer <laughs> stuff going on and I don't know, but, but they had to solve problems. It's not like today where we can just go online and look it up. So they had to consistently use their brain and think outside of the box to be able to accomplish things, if that makes sense. You know, now we have like the internet where it brings people from all over the world. Back then you had who was in your civilization. That was, that was it. So. I think we tend to think like, oh, there's no way they could have done it, like, but you never know. And it's quite interesting when you go into the theories because, you know, some of the theories is like, not necessarily the Egyptian pyramids, but I think like what I was talking about, like with Tukome in the last episode in Peru, how they believe that they used like a certain potion to affect the, affect the, like being able to do that. Because you got to think it's not, and this is the crazy thing, is like, the pyramids were not just isolated to one area. So it's not like they can, one civilization found out how to do it and they posted on the internet, hey, this is how we build pyramids. You know what I mean? It's like the fact that all those different civilizations did around the same thing, it's it's mind-blowing. Yes. And the fact that every, a lot of countries around the world built their own pyramids. Now, what made Egypt so spectacular is that's one of the oldest in civilization, our mm-hmm. histories, because... They were built 3000 BC, if not a little bit older and stuff like that. We actually do not, well, they know some of the marking dates and stuff like that, but about 1000 year BC before um, everything. And think about that. That's about 3000 years ago, right? It's a long ass time. I know the timeline of how old the world is and stuff like that, it seems like a little, little speck of time. But to us now in our knowledge and civilization of technology, it's a long ass time ago. Because within 100 years, we went from the steam engine to the computer. Right? A hundred years went for that fast advancement in technology. And over a thousand, two thousand years, it took them forever even to get to, you know, ability of using pulley systems and stuff like that. But they understood. And there's a lot of technology that ancient Egypt had that was lost through time. And, and people say, well, how did they able to look into the things at night? The Baghdad battery was one concept of it that they had not knowledge and know how of some kind of science using electric magnetic uh, liquids to produce electricity to power a, a, a bulb made of glass. But then how why aren't they found out? I don't think any of that technology would still be around to today. Think about it like a, you put a, a calculator in the ground. 
for a hundred years. I mean, granted, it's just a piece of it's still going to be there, but that plastic's going to go away over time. In other words, we don't know unless we have some kind of blueprints, right, of how they actually did the pyramids for the fact of where the stones were from and what the stones are made out of. They could easily be transported, but that would have took forever. And, and that's the thing, too. They think they built the pyramids in, like, two years. No, it probably took, like, I don't know, a good generation of, like, an entire generation of uh, of uh, a people go through, essentially, to build it. They probably did it a hundred different ways, which we're going to get into a little bit later how they actually did it. But interesting part of the stuff is what, People theorize, like you said, that what they are, what they're supposed to be used for. Another thing going in there when I was listing, like, what were, like, not the theories, but the kind of, like, what people have theorized about the pyramids. Um, One thing that they also talked about was astrological alignments, which they believe um, the pyramids in Egypt were aligned with astronomical events, Um, basically like the rising and setting of certain stars. And some people even believe that alignments were intentional and they were used by Egyptians for astrological or religious purposes. Um, And then another thing that they talk about with the pyramid, and this is, I don't know, this is super interesting. I watched a lot of videos about them, like, because some of the pyramids you can go into and the chambers are so intricate like it's super i don't know it's mind-blowing but uh secret chambers there's many legends of secret chambers and hidden passageways within the chamber or within the pyramids and obviously with that a lot of people believe that there's treasure that there's powerful artifacts or ancient knowledge and then also with the pyramid measurements that's another thing that people theorize about there's a theory that uh, suggests that the dimensions of the pyramids contain secret codes and mathematical formulas that hold certain information about the universe. Now, I don't know if you ever saw the video of the paraglider who uh, jumped out of a plane and he did he parachuted like paraglided over the pyramid. Mm-mm. Like literally, he was literally like if you wanted to drop, you would drop right on top of him. Ding. Right. I wanted the biggest one, and what he saw with his camera as he flew by was hieroglyphic writings on the top stones of the pyramid where the cap uh used to be. Oh yeah. And the cap has been missing. Yeah. I for, I saw I saw a bunch of TikToks about that. The cap that was supposedly made of gold that would reflect light from all different directions from miles away you to see where it is. Almost like a beacon to say, Hey, here's you know, civilization. Well, the crazy thing too is like in the chambers, right? You know, people would go like, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the frequency, and that was another thing that there was a theory about that, that they used frequencies to move the pyramid, like the, the blocks sound. sound. Yeah. They use sound. And I, I don't know, I find that interesting because like I know with me, you know, the fact that we're learning a lot about uh, recently about like the frequencies to like heal yourself and to make you feel better, get into a meditative state and everything like that. I know like for me personally... When they were going in the chambers, I don't know, it felt like, like to me, I'm sure there's probably an eerie feeling in there, but for me, it felt like peaceful. Like I know they're, they're I can't remember the name of, they were walking in a chamber and it's like almost like stairs and then it drops two feet or two, not two feet, but like two steps, like the amount of two steps and you're in this like open chamber, right? And it's. I don't know. For me, like looking at it through a psychic perspective, it felt very peaceful. 
And it does, and it's crazy because, like, even inside the chambers and stuff like that, you definitely do get, like, a massive, just a massive, I don't even know how to explain it, like, just a massive awe. So, at at the very beginning when they were talking about, like, aliens, advanced beings, whatever, whatever, um... I I don't know if actually for me personally if I believe that well I don't know because uh if like aliens came down and and told them like how to build the pyramids but I do think at some point that me personally that this is not like like factual this is just my own opinion but I think that the Egyptians were so far advanced at some point that you know like how we're leveling up and going like higher with like the 4D and the 5D and, and how people are thinking and spiritual awakening. Mm. I think they were very, very far advanced and they knew how to, they knew how to communicate with extra, well, like extraterrestrial beings, like through meditation and stuff like that. And they were able to channel a lot of information. You just give me an idea. Hmm. There could be an answer to say the aliens did and also didn't help the Egyptians. Mm-hmm. They could have indirectly given them the ideas and the knowledge to mm-hmm. do it, but not actually physically build the pyramids to say, hey, yeah. guys, I want to try it this way. Use this. Because you think about it like you think about when we meditate and we talk to our spirit guides and higher beings and stuff like that. We get information on how to manifest, how to how to even Dolores Cannon, like when she does the hypnosis things and stuff like that. The person is channeling from their higher self and advanced beings. Well, what if the Egyptians perfected that what if they hit a point and obviously they didn't have podcast and the internet and tiktok to be able to spread the information so it probably stayed in that little bit in that civilization because to me i don't know every time i i like i guess like try and and process everything with the pyramids that i've learned everything with the egyptians that's where my mind goes because when I would hear these like alien theories, I was like, I don't think it's literally like, bam, an alien shot down and was like, Ayo, let me tell you about how to build these pyramids. I think it was probably a bunch of people that came together with theories and... You just made a Scott Hall reference. Scott Hall? Who's that? Razor Ramon. Ayo. Uh, <laughs> I guess, well, I don't know. Yes, this is a wrestling reference. Yeah. Ayo, hey, this is how you build a pyramid. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. That's just what I think, you know, because a lot of, obviously a lot of people in today's society are getting a lot of downloads and a lot of things through meditation that is helping us kind of advance spiritually and like, you know, all of that mess. Well, it's not mess, but all of that stuff. And I think maybe they just that happened i don't know because like the whole alien thing like how people are like the aliens came down like i don't think that was a thing i because i don't really think me personally i don't think aliens have come down yet on our planet like come down like they are um, they could have certain people that are um, or certain i guess species or whatever among us but like i don't think they actually came down yet if that makes sense that's just my opinion but i think there was communication through that through meditation dreams because not all aliens look like like how they depict and we've talked about that before and i think some of them are higher up beings and stuff like that and yeah okay now i went on a tangent i'm sorry (laughs) 
But that's my theory. That's my theory. Get that out of the way. Cause, but okay. So I thought we would kind of like tiptoe to the next part. Anyways, just kidding. I hate that song <laughs> about, uh, kind of like what Dolores Cannon has said, what scientists have said, and then what's like raw law of one has said about the pyramids. So Dolores Cannon, for those that don't know, she was a hypnotherapist and an author who, Originally worked with UFO abduction cases to bring, like, information back, but then morphed into more of, like, asking people about past lives, higher self, like, reincarnation, that kind of thing. We've done two episodes, I believe, on her um, and kind of, like, some of the work she's done. So if you are curious to know more about that, she's written tons of books. There's tons of interviews with her. Unfortunately, she's no longer alive. But a lot of her work can be found online in her books and stuff like that. But through her channeled sessions, this is kind of like what she had gathered. Um, She believed that the pyramids were more than tombs or monuments, but were highly advanced energy devices that were built by extraterrestrial beings. Um, According to her work, the pyramids were designed to harness and manipulate energy from the universe. And we're capable of producing a variety of healing, levitation, and even time travel. Uh, she believed that the pyramids were built using advanced technologies that are not currently understood by modern science. And that they were constructed by beings from other planets who visited Earth in ancient times. Um, her views of the period... Oh, yeah. So, um, and it said that... Uh, it, one thing that, you know, like Dolores' canons, that's just from her sessions. So there's no, like, scientific proof that that's backed up. You know what I mean? Well, here's an interesting concept to, to wrap your head around. All our technology, right, every ounce of it to, to this day right now is based on the simple fact that it can be powered by electricity. That's it. Whether it be solar electricity or electricity itself, mm-hmm. we have all our technology is built around being metallic, conducted of electricity, and powered by it, right? Foreign form of element of existence of the Earth. Now, imagine if we push that, that effort into being power technology through sound, right? Mm-hmm. Using hertz and sound technology like that from vocal cords or instruments or anything like that, or even using light. Well, so you have solar panels, so it's kind of like that. But uh, uh, sound and a tic- tic- an idea of a technology source of power, it, it's a concept of an idea, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what most people think, that the Egyptians had a source of power that wasn't electricity-based. It was something else-based. And that's what usually say about how sound hurts and stuff like that. Or even other forms of technology that was powered by something so simplistic to them. Like, why aren't you guys using sand? It's everywhere. It's a great power source. Well, how do you conduct the power from it? Well, look, we have what they learn how to do it, right? Something like that. That seems simple to them, but we're like so like far beyond anything we can comprehend. Yeah. But we're using electricity and harvesting that kind of power. Yeah. So that was kind of Dolores Cannon's idea. I don't think she's 100% wrong going off from what I think. I think, you know, obviously, I I believe there's a significance, and I'll get to it in a second, about triangles, pyramids, and stuff like that in spiritual spirituality in general but um and a lot of different religions and a lot of different um even if you're into like witchcraft and um the light and the dark both use triangles in many different forms so there is a religious and spiritual reference to triangles and pyramids and all of that stuff 
But um, like I said, just from that little clip that I watched where the guy walked into the chambers, and obviously, you know, they're used as tombs and there's tombs in there. You're going to feel like an eerie feeling to a degree. I mean, I would. Um, but that little walk that the guy did and then went into the open chamber, um, to me, the feeling that I got was definitely that there is something more with the pyramids in terms of like healing and, and energy stuff. Um, cause it was very, okay. You know, the best way I could describe it, you know, how there is those salt purifying like spa things that you could go to you go underground and it's like made all around of salt mm. right and you know you look at it or you go in and it's just like a oh, feeling right mm. this particular part was like that to me anyways it was like th- when they walked in the chamber itself the big open thing was just like oh or, you know, even when you go into the, well, anybody listening, I've never went into them and we're probably going to go in because I, I want to go there when we go to San Antonio. But, you know, like those natural bridge caverns, right? And you Last go, time I was in one, I was 11 <laughs> years old. And, you know, you go in there and it's it's like, oh, it's just like a healing, like, whoa, because it's just earth, mm-hmm. right? And it was the same same kind of vibe feeling that I got, like... And it's kind of interesting because I would, it's interesting because I don't get the same feeling with the ones that are in Mexico. And I didn't get the ones that in like Tukome, I didn't get the same vibe. They were built for different purposes. Yeah. I think yeah. that is, that is important. But I think the the Egyptian ones in particular are the ones that for whatever reason are more like healing based. That makes sense. Yeah. But I, one obviously, uh, episode that we had a while back was on Raw Law of One. That was asked by one of our listeners to cover that, cover our opinion. And we kind of went over the overview of that. So if you want to know more about Raw Law of One, make sure to tune into that episode. But this is basically what Law Raw of One, one bleh, kind of said about the pyramids. According to the raw law of one, they believe that they were designed to align with specific astro- astronomical and energetic principles in order to channel and transform energy from the universe into the Earth's energy grid. Which I find that interesting. Hmm. Because apparently... Aren't they on ley lines? Uh, it's not on ley lines. Hmm. But yeah, so raw law of one, uh, they believe that there was alignment with cardinal directions so, uh, the pyramids are aligned with the cardinal directions of north, east, south, and west, which is supposed to be in accordance with the Earth's magnetic field. They also believe that there is alignment with celestial bodies, um, such as the stars in Orion's belt. Orion? Did I say that right? I don't know. Mm. They believe that this align, this was a way to tap into the energy of celestial bodies. Um, and then obviously the geometric shape. Um, to create a specific energy field that allows for the reception, uh, storage, storage and transmission of energy. And it's kind of crazy because it kind of goes aligned with Dolores because Dolores Cannon and her idea of, you know, we're here basically the, the last kind of thing is the learn to manipulate energy. Mm. And that is what they're saying that the whole thing behind like the Egyptian pyramids. 
So I think that's interesting. Um, the pyramid's four sides are said to represent the four elements, the earth, air, fire, and water. Why the apex represents the fifth element of spirit. Um, they said even the materials used to build the pyramids, such as limestone and granite, have energetic properties that channel the pyramid's ability to channel energy. Um, they, you know, the raw law of one do say that it's uh, highly advanced structures that were designed to harness and transform energy from the universe. And that's the thing is that uh, a lot of the scientists, like, they're just like they were an advanced civilization. So I don't know what to tell you people that think it's something else. Um, I know, like, just from the clips of seeing, like, the inside of the pyramid, I, I don't think it's just that. I don't, I, if I had to go off of what I think, I go along the lines of what Dolores Cannon and the Raw Law of One are talking about. But I think it's more than the pyramids. I think it's the Egyptian civilization as a whole. Mm. I think there's a lot more, even certain other ancient civilizations, I think they were more, more up there than we are. In terms of spirituality, in terms of energy manipulation, and all of that. That's just my opinion. So, some of the more practical reasons, unless like theorized, like paranormal, something more, theories as to why the pyramids were built was um, obviously function as tombs, uh, built as tombs for the pharaohs and their consorts, uh, the pyramids' large size and solid construction was meant to provide a secure and permanent resting place for the pharaoh's body and belongings. So basically, the archaeologists and scientists just basically think they were built to protect the bodies of the pharaohs because I think probably even then there was probably, uh, well, the treasure, number one, and amulets and stuff like that. And then an amount of gold and all of that. But also, I'm sure there was not grave robbers because I feel like... But you know what I'm talking about? That would take the bodies. Yeah. Um, Symbolic importance, uh, basically on the shape. So, you know, Dolores Cannon and the Raw Law of One kind of talked about it was like the... the uh, Well, even in Christianity, too, the, the three makes triangles. Anyways... Mm. Um, but they said that the, you know, when they get questioned or asked, okay, well, pyramid shape, there's so many references in other religions and stuff like that, spirituality about pyramids and triangles, like the, the being able to harness energy and all that stuff. Um, and they said basically the pyramid shape was to represent the pharaoh's journey. So it was significant to the civilization as a whole, um, the afterlife and eventually ascension to join their gods. Um, the pyramids height and point were also symbolic of the pharaoh's divine status and the ability to connect to the gods. So their explanation was the shape and everything like that is just spiritual significance to that civilization as a whole. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of engineering, uh, they have said that the pyramids required a great deal of engineering skill and planning. Uh, the pyramids were built using large blocks of limestone and granite, which had to be quarried, transported, and fitted together with positions. Uh, the pyramids' sloping sides and varying angles were also carefully designed to distribute the weight of the structure and prevent collapse. So basically, majority of archaeologists and engineers are just 
scientifically just saying they were just an advanced civilization like they did it we don't know how but they did it um there's no like ancient beings coming down telling them how to do it like there's no it's just they were able to do it and then economic and social factors so the construction of the pyramids were a massive undertaking that required the labor of thousands of workers over many years uh, the organization and coordinates of the labor force had a significant impact on the economy and social structure of ancient Egypt and influenced by factors such as political power and religious beliefs. It, it, it makes me think like a lot of scientists in terms of, I mean, I guess like just like how we're elaborate or in the past with like kings and queens and like their, even our presidents get like a massive fucking thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anybody of stature or whatever, so they're just kind of like, these were the tombs of pharaohs. Of course, it's going to be grand. It's going to be big. It's going to be great. It's going to be, you know? So, um, and I think a lot of the civilizations, or well, even now, is a problem of belongings. Like, you know that saying, like, you can't take your belongings or money to the grave with you? Well, they kind of did. And even back then, having gold and having riches and amulets and stones and all of that stuff was a big thing. So, to here house we, everything. You ever see that uh, film? Not great, but uh, 10,000 BC? Mm-mm. Um, the whole plot of the film is that uh, you're following your main character, I forget his name. name. Uh, they're hunting woolly mammoths in his tribe, right? And he ends up traveling far distance because some rival tribe or something comes in and kidnaps the woman that he's in love with and he tracks her down to save her and stuff like that with a few other warriors um, and themselves getting kidnapped and taken to sold in slavery all the way up to Egypt and it shows like the woolly mammoths pulling the stones up like a sl- kind of sleds up the sides of the pyramids as they're being built and using a butt ton of slave labor including them mm-hmm. but what's strange is that the I guess the pharaoh that was in charge was seen as a, a deity Right, a god in human flesh and stuff like that, and no human was allowed to look upon them because all this pharaoh's servants, their eyes were plucked out to make them blind, so they weren't able to see them. Damn. Uh and it ended up being your hero ends up like killing the pharaoh and helping the slaves revolt against the Egyptians and stuff like that. I thought that was an interesting part of the line because they they're using woolly mammoths to build the pyramids. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's interesting. But that's the same that the pyramids are that old. Yeah. yeah. But that's uh, that to me that that's kind of like my 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 theory is that Egyptian civilizations were more advanced spiritually, and it wasn't that like an alien beam down and like yo let me help you, you know let let let's show them what what we got, you know. And I don't because I feel like too people in that time period would be more accepting of getting a dream or meditation type stuff or visions of something than an alien actually coming down and saying look do it this way i can help you and i really don't think alien like to me it just doesn't it doesn't sit not sit right but it just doesn't give me a like a oh i i feel like that's it like of like even a grouping of aliens coming down and quickly building the thing for, like, why? You know what I mean? Well, the whole reason why it seems to be so profound differently for, or hard for, we've, you can hear all the theories of how the, the pyramids were built, and everyone seems to have their own opinion on that. If you're not using the concept of aliens, which just seems to be the easy answer, all the aliens built, that was it, right? To use gravitational 
technology to lift the bricks and put them into place. But why would aliens build it in the first place? What's the purpose? If not to serve some other higher purpose than that. So what would physical beings have a purpose of building a pyramid? Physical beings, not yeah. not spiritual beings, physical beings have a purpose for building pyramids. None, not beacons, because uh, if that was so, then why are there no pyramids in the United States? For all the alien signs we've ever seen, why isn't there more pyramids as yeah, beacons? That's, that's super interesting. There isn't really... And it's the, um, well, there's supposed to some, but they're not around anymore. There's one that apparently uh, is in an underground lake. It's like an underwater pyramid. Have you heard about yeah. that? But everyone has the, the, the mindset that spirituality and technology are mutually exclusive, right? They do not associate with each other. But I have proven in some of the um, past uh, episodes we've done, especially when I do polls through the phone, right, through technology, I'm reaching through the camera from my end where I am across an entire planet, the entire you know world to another place in another time zone from where they are. And I pull what's there using my ability to pull through the phone to my side. Am I traveling through space and time? Am I remote viewing in? No, it's as simple as, as me seeing what's there and pulling through the screen. Am I traveling the technological wave ways and radio waves and frequencies to get from one place to the other to do so? I don't know. But that hit me the idea of that they might have had some form of technology at the time mixed with spirituality to help build them more constructive and in a more easier time. Um, using that technology along with other things that they did in the past helped them far, far more advance themselves. And that was so set on our ways of today saying that science is science and spirituality is nonsense. Instead of recognizing the, the actual realities of what some people have done, well, true psychics, right, and true shamans, and people who actually have abilities, stuff like that, who never learned how to use their abilities or never learned how to be psychic or learned to be a shaman, actual people who were born to do it, and watching how they almost manipulate energy around them. Mm -hmm. Instead of focusing on that, combining that with technology, or at least trying to understand it using technology to map it to to, uh, what's the word, integrate it with our technologies to how further our advancements is a civilization. No, they have to be separate because one doesn't make any sense. And we know all the things the details about this, how the phone works, but we have no idea how that person's able to remote view and see what that other person is doing psychically, right? Yeah. Instead of studying that, trying to understand that, they just say, well, I can't measure it. I'm not going to bother with it. They just simply shut their mind off to it altogether. Yeah, because a lot of what I do, like for me as as people, someone with abilities, other than like obviously seeing, that's really, well, I guess that's when you see things like spiritual, like when you read people or something, I always, I always say that that's like energy reading, right? Like you're reading energy. And that's why a lot of times you'll hear people say when they go to a location and I, the way I describe it is like when I go to a location, it's almost like my brain or third eye, whatever, keeps a catalog of energies. So for me, obviously I've talked about it before when like something is channeling hardcore, it feels like my back's breaking. When somebody, uh, how do I say it? When there's a different like energy feel when there's a mental illness and there's a different energy feel when it's a demonic possession, there's, or not possession, but impression. And there's like, you read the energy. So I think there's a lot of things with energy manipulation and energy reading 
that especially psychics and mediums and people that have abilities have. And I think even, I don't know, I I just think there's a lot there that we haven't even begun to tap into. And you got to think, other than trying not to get killed, you know, back in those ancient civilizations, they had a lot of time to kind of ponder and meditate and, and focus on things. You know, like you think about our stuff, we are so consumed in this day and age with things. You got social media, right? You're constantly on social. I am. I mean, it's, I get information from social media sometimes. So, and I connect with people, but you got to think that takes up a lot of time. Even watching TV, the way we have the ability to go and see friends, hang out at bars and stuff like that, that takes up a lot of time. Those ancient civilizations didn't really have that stuff going on. So they had all the time in the world to focus on energy manipulation, focus on things like that, getting messages. Like you think about a lot of people in, in this day and age, they, when you talk about meditation and grounding, and I, I am guilty of it. Like I will say, oh shoot, I didn't have the time to meditate. Well, I think back then in the ancient civilizations, it wasn't like that. They, I mean, like obviously there was different dangers back then. Like you had to worry about getting killed and stuff like that. There was, there was rule and law, but there really wasn't. And so, um, other than that kind of stuff, they had the time to just kind of like think and ponder and, and they had more silence to themselves, if that makes sense. Us in today's society, we have so much going on and so much busy noise on the outside that it's hard, even if things to come through, like messages, downloads. Like for me, when I'm doing everyday human stuff, I don't get as many downloads as if I'm just sitting relaxed and calm. And like I said, in this day and age, you really don't have, you have to make time to have that, if that makes sense. And so back then, whether you're trying to fall asleep and you're under the stars and you're just sitting there gazing in a fire or whatever it is, you have that calm, that that peace, you know what I mean? Very, oh, It's a lot more, back then was a lot more simpler than we are now. The less outside noise other than, you know, you have people like conquest and people killing people, but you get what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying that because I feel like I'm going off on a like a, lo- a little thing, but that's the best way I can describe it. And like when I was channeling in, that's kind of like the ideas and stuff that I was getting is, well, there's a lot of outside noise. I mean, in a nutshell, and in the gist of things, we both were basically saying the same thing is that in in our opinion of how the pyramids were built, there has to be an ancient form of technology that was forgotten through time because as more we advanced with technology using science and only science and that forming any kind of learning using that science to kind of learn with spirituality at the same time separating them we lost the ability to do things that would be very simplistic but because we're so focused on this totally forgot about that and i think that was where the secret lies with the ancient egyptians and even ancient civilizations of the past of how they did things how they had access to the other side and access to higher dimensional beings and getting knowledge and stuff like that so so i think it kind of wraps us up here before we go off on more tangents yeah because this can be this is another one that could be like an endless conversation because you can pull i know one thing that i look forward to that if I ever get a chance to go to Egypt, I would like to put my hand against the stone to see what I feel. But um, that's something for the future. But uh, what's coming um, next week? So I'm actually really excited about this one. And I think you guys will be too. So uh, I've talked about the Spring Branch House. And Isaac, in multiple different episodes, we've talked about Isaac's ranch, his experiences. Because a lot of his experience have come from the ranch. Mm. 
So we are doing an episode because we are going to be traveling to San Antonio, Texas, and we'll be staying on his ranch at some point in October. And our Halloween episode, I know might as well because we kind of like tiptoed around that. Our Halloween episode this year is going to be a live investigation. Well, not live, but an investigation from the ranch. We'll do a we'll do a live like when we're there, but the actual episode and everything we find and all that stuff won't come out till Halloween. So. And we'll go to a bunch of different other places in San Antonio and show you guys, like the Alamo and stuff like that. Well, yeah. Um, so there's going to be a lot of content in that October time frame. But anyways, so I wanted to basically do an episode because I talked about the Spring Branch House, and that is fairly close to Isaac's Ranch, like 15 minutes away. No, no. 30. 30. I always forget because you know what? Here, it's like a hop, skip, and a jump to go anywhere, but in Texas, it's like... A long time. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we are going to, I, he is basically going to share his experiences and experiences that his family has had. Basically, some of the stories you're going to hear are kind of the same ones that have been told in other episodes, but and basically. some are new. Yeah, some are new. That's the interesting part. And, but they're all going to be compiled in this one episode. So when we do do, um, do do. <laughs> oh my God. When we do the episode, we can re- refer people to this specific episode and we can even use clips of it. And then you say you also video. want to talk about some Blanco Texas yes. religion. So there is some, in. yeah, there is. Okay, so Blanco Texas is where he's grew up in and that's where the ranch is. And so I am taking on the historical research part of it. And I'm sharing with you what I was able to find from the archive people if they message me back. Hopefully they do before we record. But I'm taking on basically the uh, land, like what the land was before Isaac's family got on it and, and that area. But also some urban legends that are around Blanco because there is some explanations as to where what I think about Isaac's ranch. Yeah. And so... That'll be very interesting. And then obviously when we're there, we could probably go by these specific locations. So this episode is basically going to be a preference for our Halloween episode later on in the year. So look forward to that. As always, guys, you can get your social medias at Hidden the Shadows Podcast on Instagram, Hidden the Shaw 6 on Twitter, and Hidden the Shadows Podcast, Hidden the Shadows Pod 2. Wait, we've been saying, we've been the saying it wrong. We thought it was Hidden in the Podcast 2. I swear no. it was that. But it's actually Hidden in the Shadows Podcast 2. Podcast 2. So Hidden in the Shadows Podcast 2. Yeah. Is the actual TikTok. Sorry if we've been trying to find it for the longest time and go, it doesn't exist. Well, we saw we got it wrong. Yeah. So it makes you even even more wonder, who the hell is Hidden in the Shadows Podcast 1? Yeah. Sons of bitches. <laughs> um, or links to all our social media. Always you can listen to us at HiddenInTheShadowsPodcast.com. But as always, we'll catch your weirdos in the next one. Yup.